And this is a three month progress for anybody trying to figure out like how long I've been doing this. I've been painting for a year and a half again now after not touching a brush for 20 plus years. But I have my first opportunity to do something serious in July of 2023. And we're recording this at the end of October. It's been three months, three months that this has happened from first show to European invitations, multiple galleries want to represent me, selling paintings for four figures, selling paintings within a few hours of posting, just all the craziness. Yeah, all the cool things. Are you ready to decide it's your turn to live your most purposeful, profitable, passionate life? I'm Christina LeCure, former professional golfer turned confidence and success coach. I truly believe every one of us was put here for a God-given purpose and it is our responsibility to live that fully. For well over a decade now, I've been turning my life as well as countless others around from feeling unworthy, incompetent, and without a purpose to living a life I cannot wait to wake up for, even on days when shit hits the fan. And it all started with a decision. Yeah, you heard that right. I said God and shit in the same sentence. So clearly this won't be your typical podcast, but what I can assure you is that each week myself and my guests are going to enlighten you fire you up and having you walk away with stories and strategies to not only boost your confidence, but give you hope that at any moment in time, you have the power to decide it's your turn. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited. I am joined by my girlfriend, Katrina Cobb. She is an online business manager. She's basically a genius when it comes to business. She is a part of my mastermind. So you may have heard her name before because when Kate Wilkinson was on the podcast, probably back in the beginning of October, we talked highly about Katrina because she's basically the the brilliant one in my mastermind with these two other women who I've been meeting with for over a year and a half. They're absolutely everything in my life. Well, Katrina mentioned something about her new business and her new passion, which is art. She is an artist and she has blown up. And today she and I are talking about how to build a lifestyle that you absolutely love. Today's podcast is for everyone. We are going to bounce around between business and art and creating a life that you absolutely are obsessed with and how to do it and the mindset behind it. And she talks definitely about the strategy because my girl, she is the smart one. She is system strategies and structures. We talk about all the things. It was such a lovely conversation. I know you guys are going to love it. It is for absolutely everyone. Please go check out katrinacobb.gallery over on social media. Her art is absolutely gorgeous. And you probably won't be able to get one because the girl is selling like hotcakes. And we talk about how literally in three months, she has become almost now what I can say a worldwide phenomena when it comes to her art. It is such a great episode today. You guys are going to love it. Be sure to go follow Katrina. Today's episode is amazing. Thank you guys for being here. Please be sure to share this and give us a five-star review. Enjoy today's episode. Y'all, I literally just had to tell Katrina, I was like, we just have to hit record and go. If not, we'll be here for one hour chatting about all things that are amazing. And <laughs> I want you guys to meet my one one of two amazing women who I meet with for the last, you know, over a year and a half in my mastermind. Katrina, I'm so excited you're here. Thank you for doing it. I'm super thrilled to have the chance to kind of have a, a one-on-one chat for your show. So fun. Yeah. Me too. So if you guys didn't hear it a few weeks back or a couple of months by the time this comes out, I had Kate on the show and we talked all about masterminds. But 
Katrina and Kate and I were having a conversation on our last call. And I was like, oh my God, Katrina, we have to record a podcast on this. And so lucky that you said yes. Absolutely. My pleasure. Well, okay. Before we talk about what we're going to talk about, which is, I think, so, so important, like when we were jamming on it, tell everyone who you are and kind of like give them a little bit of what you do and that we're going to kind of go into the fact that like you do all the things. (laughs) Yeah. So the short version, my name is Katrina Cobb. I have been in the business world for 14 plus years in a variety of roles, responsibilities, many of them my own. Um, the last five is the most exciting though, which everybody wants to chat about because I decided to change my life, sold all my things, hit the road as a digital nomad and built some new businesses from scratch, including a nonprofit and all sorts of fun stuff. So the last few years have been about doing business differently and prioritizing things that are most important to me in my life and also helping clients do the same. So my actual businesses, I I do some coaching on, on that topic, but I've been more on the operation side, helping thriving entrepreneurs and coaches figure out how to do all the stuff in a way that makes sense. So they get their time and brain space back. So I run an agency that does that for a small handful of online coaches, just because I know the ins and outs of business. And then I'm starting some new ventures, which is also fun and exciting that are in support of my passions and doing more of what I love. So so if you guys are watching this on YouTube, you'll know exactly what we're talking about because you'll be yeah, able to see it's this. Oh, this is um, the new thing. <laughs> Those that can't see, I am I've gotten back into art. I decided a year and a half ago that it was time to get back to things that made me happy just personally and personal expression. Um, so that made the decision to stay in one town for a little while instead of gallivant around and make time for art classes and build my own art studio. And now I have a full thriving art business that's blossoming as we speak in a manner of a very few short months. So you guys, and we're more talking about the fact that like, you know, that whole like old school thing of like starving artist bullshit Katrina <laughs> is here to tell you today that that is, does not, yeah. do not co-sign that at all. Yeah. At nope. all. <laughs> like we're talking about like literally the girl cannot create it fast enough as <laughs> she is selling it all around the world as fast as she can put it up. Like it's like on oh. Instagram for eight. But does it even get to social media before you even sell it? Um, you know, I've been sharing like progress photos and previews. So a lot of things are selling from the progress videos before they're like, oh my God, I want this. Like, no, that's mine. It's, it's, it is actually hysterical because I've been trying to build a collection for a very specific expo in, in Europe. And I, I've had to like not share as much because like literally within two hours, pieces are selling when I post a, a sneak piece. So it's been wild. It's been wild. And this is a three month progress for anybody trying to figure out like how long I've been doing this. I've been painting for a year and a half again now after not touching a brush for 20 plus years. Um, but I had my first opportunity to do something serious in July of 2023. And we're recording this at the end of October. It's been three months, three months that this has happened from first show to European invitations, multiple galleries want to represent me, selling paintings for four figures, selling paintings within a few hours of posting, just all the craziness. Yeah. All the cool things. And you guys, I can so co-sign for this because we have been meeting every two weeks for the last year and a half. It's not longer than that now. And like literally Kate and I were like, oh, so you're doing painting now. We didn't do this. And now all of a sudden, <laughs> like fucking Google the bitch. She's everywhere. 
Yeah, now it's a thing. Now it's a thing. So oh my God, it is such a thing. But the reason why today, so obviously, like I wanted to have Katrina on the podcast, and I don't care who you are and why you listen to this podcast, you're going to get something from it today. Because there's just so many ways that we can kind of talk about everything. And actually selfishly, I'm so excited that I get to just talk to you a little bit more because like, obviously, like I know you and you know, it's funny, I don't know if you listen to the podcast that Kate and I did together. But One of the things that Kate said was she didn't think unless we were like put together in this group, the three of us probably like would have never really connected and like probably like we probably don't feel like we have anything in common. Like it was just like the most (laughs) idyllic situation ever that we were put together. And now the three of us are like ride or die and we're (laughs) celebrating each other so huge and it's so good but selfishly I'm so excited because I get to little learn a little bit more about you so starting off I think it's always interesting when people say I've basically like so you basically put your life in a trash bag and started from scratch is that what you kind of did uh yep so granted I've done that a couple times in my life because First, very traditional career path was in architecture. So I did the whole, like, get your master's degree, work for firms, do the things, all of that, until I decided, hmm, no, actually, I don't love working in a cubicle and, like, doing this whole, like, eight to six thing and putting dimensions on toilet partitions on a CAD document. Like, that doesn't light me up. Um, So I changed my life completely, left that, started over from scratch in a totally different field. I didn't even know. I didn't even really have a plan that time. Moved cross country, all the things. Um, and that's where I got into coaching and fitness initially and entrepreneurship for the first time. So that was probably 14 years ago now. Um, so I've done this before, but it was five years ago that I was sitting back running a multiple location, brick and mortar business, doing online coaching, running a third business on the side, like doing all the stuff. And also kind of like, mm, I lost me in in the pursuit of all the things of all that success and excellence and all the boxes we're supposed to check and yada, 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 and being the best and winning all the awards, like super fun. My ego loves that. Also like lost, lost the me part of it. And I was invited on a trip to Guatemala with a friend. And as soon as I got off the plane, I was like, Oh, this travel, travel, Latin cultures, like being immersed in other places. Like that's actually a big piece of what lights me up. So I came back and made a plan of how to sell all my businesses, sell all my stuff, sell literally I sold everything on Facebook. It's including my Lexus, which is hysterical. Um, sold all my things and packed a suitcase and a backpack. Yeah. That was about five years ago now, almost to the day actually. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I just think that's so incredible. You know, one of the best podcasts that like, it's probably within the top 10 episodes. So we've done like, I don't know, 150 episodes or whatever. And one of the top 10 most downloaded from probably people that have had the most comments, it may not have the most downloads, but it was one of my clients where basically she literally did the exact same thing. She got divorced. She sold her sold out. She was a therapist in California sold her business, got divorced, sold everything besides basically a like a suitcase and her cat. And she moved to Paraguay. She's now yep. married. I mean, you guys have a very similar story. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Oh my God. So familiar. <laughs> funny also, whether or not, like you can tell me if we don't want to talk about this or not, but funny enough, she ended up meeting her future um, partner. Now they're married and they live in Paraguay and she's the happiest she's ever been. And funny enough, Katrina has really focused in on that over the last um, year. And funny enough, yeah. the fastest manifester on the planet because the day our coach, so Katrina, Kate and I all in a mastermind, we were connected by our coach, Lacey. And Lacey, like, liter- was it like Lacey's 
kind of whole thing. Uh, yeah, no, Lacey gave me homework because yeah. we've been, we've been talking about personal life balance and I'd, I'd managed the art thing. I found community. Like I settled in one place. The, the goal was a year to try it out here in San Miguel, which is gorgeous and wonderful and amazing. Um, so I was like checking the boxes of the, my list that I had made of my personal priorities, not business, but like the life stuff that I needed to prioritize. And like partnership was like the last little thing that I was like, okay, I think I'm finally ready after some hits and misses over COVID years and all the other stuff and travel. And like, that makes it real complicated. And I was like, I'm ready. And she's like, okay, for your birthday, which is in August, I want you to like make your list of all the things who you want in your part and do you think, and also declare it to your like circle of friends, and all the things like put it out in the universe and then like make it happen. Six weeks later, met my man friend who is wonderful, amazing. And like, literally checked every box of the list. And it was a lot, it was a long, it was a very long list. I've, you know, when you hit your forties, like, you know, some things that work for you and what you really want and need. And, uh, it was a very specific list. We joke about it. He's seen it now. And he's like, I can't believe you wrote all that. <laughs> like, yeah. He actually now like lives with them. He has kids. Yeah. Like they are in our dream house. house. I got my dream studio. Like this is within like a year's time frame. That's all sort of like happened after the initial, like six weeks of meeting. Yeah. And for all of you rolling their eyes, I promise you, it is just a matter <laughs> of deciding and manifesting it and the belief behind it. Would you not agree? Uh, honestly, for me, it was a decision. It was one decided that I'm ready to actually be open again and do the vulnerable thing on my end to be an available partner and my half of, of a long-term partnership. But it was also deciding like really honestly what I do and don't need and desire in a partner and just like down to the nitty gritty of like financial relationship with money of like how many languages they speak of like how important how many languages does he speak uh three right okay. now but his kids speak like four like it's all the things yeah anyway. so yeah. yeah no it was it's it's wild um so yeah there were some very specific things that i just had to like decide and be honest about and put it on paper and like make it like this is decision this is done this is what i'm gonna yeah, I'm not super, super woo, but we'll just say what I'm going to put out to the universe. So like, this is what I'm going to be open and available to meeting. And all right, it's, it's wild. The I love that your podcast is decide because for me, I'm an overthinker and I can sit and spin and overanalyze, da, 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 da. but I have so many examples in my life of every time I've actually like just made a freaking decision, how fast either I move or the universe moves or both move to make amazing, ridiculous sounding impossible things happen. It's, it's, it's impressive at this stage of the game. Yeah. Do you feel like that's true for most people? Cause I, I think it's easy for me to say it as the host and I think it's easy for the guests to say it, but do you believe that that to be true for so many people? If you literally go all in on the decision, I'm going to have to say yes. And I think it's, it's not so much that you're abdicating the responsibility for taking action in support of the decision, right? I think that makes it easier to take action because otherwise we're in like that stuck paralysis. So that helps decisions help you move forward. But I think it also, you know, whether you want to say it's reprogramming your brain to see the opportunities or whether it's like telling the universe what you want, like, I don't care how manifestation is working. I just have the evidence that it's working <laughs> inside to side. Like, I don't care. I don't care how. Um. <laughs> no. I totally agree. I think that's really good. So, and one of the things about Katrina that, you know, she kind of rattled through her bio or whatever, but when between the three of us, me, Kate and Katrina, Kate and I are very much on the same terms that Katrina is the smart one of the crew. Like <laughs> she's a genius of the crew here, folks. Like half the shit she says, Kate and I text each other after and be like, do you understand what she said? I was like, no, can you help me? Let's Google this shit because she is. Y'all can tell me. I can bring it down much. 
Yeah, like bring it down a notch. What, like half the time, we don't even know what she does. She's so successful. She, but we, I do know, thank God you sent a bio, you know, really she's an (laughs) operationals manager an online business manager. And she basically puts in system structures and strategies for your business. But I think it's so interesting. And one of the main things I wanted to talk about on this podcast was the fact that you said, obviously she is in behind six, seven figure businesses. She understands business better than most people. And one of the things that she said was, you know, starting this business or any business, it's the same strategy I've used for my art business. And when you said that, I was like, I have to have you on the podcast to talk about this because I want everyone to hear this, that like, once you have a solid system and strategy and mindset behind whatever it is, whether it is creating an online business where she is like the co-coach and she's an OBM or selling her art, it's all the same. And when you said that, my eyes were like, boom, let's talk about that. Brilliant. Yeah. I think, I think we like to complicate things. Right. And I think we like to throw fun terminology at stuff or trendy whatever's and think that that's what's most important in business. But what it comes down to like business fundamentals haven't changed for millennia. You have a thing that somebody else sees values in and they want. So you find a way to exchange your thing. Like it's, it's kind of that. Right. Um, and you would, there's, there's so much noise, especially going into art, right? You think, how is that? You were doing business coaching, business operations, OBM work, like all the stuff, like, and you're going to start selling like physical products. Like surely that's different in the online space, especially it's really not right. Um, because where I'm going to connect with people is in the same media, the same channels, same network that I've been connecting with for my entire life through all of my travels, having a way to exchange value, right? So setting up a shop, hello, or like payment links, like these things are fundamental. Uh, Showing up, being visible, like that's fundamental. I can't expect to sell any of this if I'm not promoting it. It doesn't just happen. Like I think people think of the gallery world or art world, like, oh, I have to find a gallery to represent me or I have to find like something external of me to be able to sell. And especially today, that is not at all true. That's not at all true. Um, We actually have all the tools at our fingertips for any business imaginable, any service, any product. It's amazing the opportunities that we have, especially with technology these days. It's actually leveled the playing field dramatically, I think across the board, but you have to think about it differently, right? And maybe that's where my my years of experience and my slightly quirky architecture brain is a little different. But yeah, I think about building an art business the same way as I think about building an online enterprise of of coaching or programs or whatever. It's it's the same pieces. It's the same pieces. So if you're talking to someone right now, because I know that there's a ton of people in all different industries that listen to this podcast, and there's probably a lot of creatives. So when I mm-hmm. think art, I think creatives, like a person yep. who's typically been in the in the box or the field of creatives are creative. They don't know how to sell. They don't know how to do yeah. business. That very yeah. stereotypical thing. So if you're you're talking to the creatives out there, and by the way, guys, share this episode with a, with a creative so they can hear this. What would be the way that you would kind of explain to them how they can actually start monetizing their God? Yeah. Um, I think it's, you know, if you want to take it down to like a one, two, three, it's, it's find a place to be visible and show what you're doing creatively. And if you're a visual creative, there's platforms like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, whatever. If you're a written creative, there's the mediums of the world, there's publications, there's blogs, there's all places to do written stuff. Um, 
you know, photographers, again, I think that's back to visual. I've worked with a lot of creatives. That's where I started. My coaching actually was with creatives and, and freelancers. So like find a, a channel. And I think the second piece is then the hardest part for creatives is pricing. Everybody underprices themselves, which happens in services as well. Like when it's you and it's your oh, heart yeah. and soul and your thing that you're birthing into the world, like you're so attached to it and it's so entwined with your identity that we have the hardest time ever putting a dollar figure on that and like trusting that it's okay or that it's worth that much. It's, it's, it's a total mental game. So like get some support there, but there are, there are even simple formulas for creatives. If you need a place to start for like what a piece of, of let's something talk about is, that. Like, let's literally talk about that because that is a question that I get all the time. Yep. People so undervalue themselves. Right. Like right now I even have a client who is like literally going to create this, like she has it. It's like this 12 module course and she was going to sell it for like $200. And I was like, are you out of your mind? Like, whoa, thank God you have me because there is no chance in hell I'm allowing you to do that. And then when you say like $500 they're like, Ooh, I don't know if I can. So what do you tell people? Because yeah, it's not like a magic wand thing, but it kind of is the confidence behind what you're willing to show up for. Yeah. Yeah. It, it looks, some of it you'd have to work into, right? Because confidence in your field is going to be an acquired thing and you got to kind of stretch yourself into it's it. Like for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I would say like, I look at it very logically, like there's like the fixed cost materials, labor, da, 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 da. and then there's like the in- other intangibles, which are like your experience, your expertise, the value it's going to give in return to somebody in terms of how much going to change their life or experience or whatever. And that's the, where people get fuzzy. Right. But I find that most people even undervalue the fixed costs when they're doing pricing. Like they don't think about how much time it took to record those 12 modules to paint that masterwork to like do the things like they're charging like a dollar an hour when at their level of expertise, it should be in the three figures. Right. Like, so I look at both sides. I look at like hard fixed, like if we had to break it down, you know, painting examples, canvas, paint, time, (laughs) like, okay, (laughs) maybe a little bit on the marketing side to promote it, but like fixed costs. And then there's like, what am I bringing to this? And you know, there's the size piece of it. Like how big is it? What impact is it going to be? And like, what, what's that part of it? So that's where it's a little fuzzy, but even that you can break into simple math. Like it's this by this size. So it's this plus your time, plus like a multiplier based on your experience. So you can, the more we can take emotions out of pricing, the easier it gets for people to start. And that's usually where I try to go because the mindset and emotions around it is what's so charged. But when you can break it down to like math, I've hundred percent done that with clients. I actually have a client, yeah. an artist, and she has an, multiple other businesses, but she has art. And I remember when she was originally saying to me what she was charging for these paintings. And I said to her, I was like, okay, so like, I think it was $800 or something. I, I was like, okay, so how much does it actually cost to buy the paint, to buy the canvas? Yeah. Whatever? Yeah. And how many hours did this take you? And by the time that I broke it down and I told yeah. her what she was literally charging per hour, I was like, there's a kid at Walmart making more money than you. And it's crazy oh, when you actually yeah. bring it down, break it down. And look, it's tough because some, depending on your creative style, like some things are going to take longer versus less time. So the time is fuzzy, but still like that's, that's a very real place we have to get to as creatives or as business owners in general. Like you can do the same thing on the operations side. Like if it's taken me like flipping hours to like update some spreadsheets and reports and data, like, but I'm only charging eh, for like a very high level report at the end of the day, that's going to be able to make strategic decisions worth six figures. Like mm -mm, I can't, I can't 
be underselling that. Like that's not, that doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Yeah. Hey y'all, it's Christina. Just jumping in here for two quick seconds to first of all, say thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a subscriber or leaving us a five-star review or leaving us a comment or really thank you for copying that link and sending this episode to someone who may need it. It's how we get the podcast out. You know, there's no advertisements on this podcast and it's just how we get the message out from myself and my guests because this is really why I'm showing up each week is to help people decide it's their turn. And the second thing is I just wanted to let you know that every week I tell you, text me the word podcast or coach to 501-222-3362 or send me a message on Instagram. Both of those ways connect with me directly. And if you've ever had any questions about my one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, on this podcast all the time, I talk about my clients and the results that they're getting. And perhaps you've thought to yourself, well, gosh, what does a coach even do? Or gosh, I need to level up and I need someone to help me get to that next level. If that's ever something that you have thought about, text me 501-222-3362. Ask me any questions. That is a direct connection to me. You guys, I show up, do this podcast, pay thousands of dollars each month to produce it because because I love it. I love serving my clients. I love serving you. And I'm so grateful that you're here. So thank you again for listening. If you've never connected with me, send me a text 501-222-3362. Just text me the word podcast or coach. You and I will talk back and forth and I'll be able to serve you in the capacity that I can, or we'll jump on a free clarity call to see if working with a coach is something that you need to get to the next level of life or business. You guys, I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening to the podcast and enjoy the rest of the episode. Where did your confidence come from? Do you think, especially like in the art, in the business, like where do you feel like your confidence in particular has come from? Um, you know, I think that's a brilliant question because I'm not immune to imposter syndrome. Like we've talked wow. about this, like I've talked about it with all sorts of folks, like there's, there's still that like, ugh, you know, that the wiring of like needing to be approved and need people to like shit, like ugh, it's annoying, but it, like it is what it is. Um, I think I've just gotten better at like just moving through it. Um, I mean, some of the confidence in business just comes from, I've been doing this for a long time. I've literally seen all the things. I've also made a lot of the mistakes already. So I've got some really valuable and expensive personal lessons under my belt. So like that helps. And I think it's also the deciding, the other piece of it actually in, in kind of talking through this, like having decided what's most important, it's not these business metrics. It's not, it's not how many likes I get on my paintings, you know, and the reels that I'm posting. It's not these little things. Like I am so now into seeing like my time, my relationships, my, my social life, like my downtime and rest and like enjoyment as like the most important things. So that that actually takes a lot of the charge out of these other things that I used to probably stress a lot more over. Right. Okay. The second, because I love that answer because I just think it's so true. I mean, I've talked about this on this podcast. I feel like in the last however many months, this has like kind of been the overall theme is just yeah. really talking about the life as opposed to just like the money or what it looks like or whatever. It's, I'm a big, big, you, you know, this, we all like the three of us in, in particular, like we all care about this so deeply, um, is yeah. the lifestyle, but like building that lifestyle that you really want and being able to do that. Where did you get clarity on like, Oh, this is what I value the most. Um, honestly, it was, it was a few like aha light bulb moments. Um, 
that kind of like ended up stacking up. Some of them were, like I said, that trip, like there was, there's something about stepping off that plane. Like I literally had like a moment of like, like energy change. And I've been doing enough self work and mindset and like personal awareness stuff to like notice those things in my world. So maybe that's part of it in hindsight. Um, so there's some moments of that. There's also the moments of like the not so good stuff when I get frustrated, when, you know, it's like some stupid hour, or I had to say no to something that I wanted to do because I had some obligations that I overcommitted to, or because I was doing X, Y, Z thing. Right. And like sitting with that frustration, resentment saying like, I have the choice to not do this anymore. Like, why does this bother me so much? Oh, cause this is actually more important. Like picking it apart, sitting with it long enough to pick it apart and like, look at it clearly, I think is a big piece too. Yeah. Cause I, I had to get to the point of like, no more. Mm-mm. Nope. No, not again. We're not, this is not aligned. This is not what I want. So we're not doing this. So if we're not doing that, what are we doing? Yeah. I think that that is one of the most important things that Katrina just said. She said she gave herself the permission to get super clear. She gave herself the permission to listen to herself. And she decided that she was no longer going to continue to do the exact same thing and get the exact same answer. You know, I had a call with one of my younger clients. I think she's in her late twenties. And I don't know if you would believe this. When did you start doing this? 14 years ago or five years ago is when you became. Uh, Yeah. Nomading started in my late thirties, mid to late thirties. Okay. She's in her late twenties and she really, she has no kids. Like she's in a relationship, but she doesn't really have like the house. Like she rents and she has just a car or whatever. I heard it on a podcast somewhere sometime. I don't remember who said it, but like your twenties, if you don't, if you're not married and you don't have kids, like there is nothing holding you back folks like nothing as as much as you think you're so important <laughs> at that job or like you can't just leave the answer is you yeah. could literally be you could figure it out you yeah. could literally figure it out sell your shit on facebook yeah. and treat it in a week <laughs> buy a fucking plane ticket and be gone and it is one of yeah. the amazing things of your life like you don't have anything holding you back. And some people, I know I'm speaking to a lot of people that do have kids and that do have right. a mortgage and all of those things. But if you are one of the unicorns out there that don't quit being miserable, just fucking go somewhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just leave, go do anything yeah. that brings you joy. Get off yeah. that in Guatemala. Part of me, because my my first change was my late 20s, like hitting like 28 or 30 was when I made that first shift to like leave the traditional, like checked all the boxes career path and like start over doing nothing. We have no idea what we're going to do. So like, yes, having that freedom is huge. Like I almost wish I would have known about like the nomadic option a decade earlier, but all things in perfect timing because now I have the business experience and all of that to fuel what I'm doing now. But I would say yes and to that. I also... I've met families on my journeys that nomad with kids that nomad with various other work arrangements that do part-times couple months here, couple months there. Like there are still solutions. If you get to a place where you can decide this isn't for me, I want to see how to make this work. Cause this is what attracts me. Like there are solutions and it can be figured out. Like everything's figure outable. I think that's a Marie Forleo, somebody's, somebody's quote, yeah. but like I, I will co-sign everything is figure outable. Yeah. 
yeah, if you want it bad enough, you guys, you can decide anything. Like, I just believe we live in such an amazing time that like you can literally figure out anything. We work from, you know, 11 p.m. to 6 a.m. because you're on the other side of the world, but you're actually doing what you want to do. Like life is much too short. And I do think like once you start making those decisions like you did, things are so good for you. Like. Yeah. So good. So you found like this man of your dreams. You're now making fuck you good money with your art. You're getting to do your business. You live where you want to live. You have the lifestyle that you have. Like, it's truly amazing that this is kind of where you're at. Did you ever think that this is where you were going to be? Or did you, you know? know there's the part in, in all of this fullness? No, I didn't have the clear vision for this five years ago when I left, but I did have the vision for the step one, right? And I think that's the hard thing. Perfectionism will tell us we have to have the vision for like five years. Eh, eh. What's what's the vision for the next three months? What's the vision for the next year? I had that clear. Like, I'm going to travel. I'm going to start coaching from scratch, like build something up from nothing. I've got some contacts here. Here's my game plan for that. I've got this much. And if I we're living in these places, it's cheap enough that I can get by until I start making an income so I can figure that out. I had, I had that sorted. Um, but yeah, no permission to dream. And to decide that you can have more, that was actually a big piece of what I had to work on. Cause I went through a period where I, I was talked about this on our call. Yeah. Yeah. I was super frustrated and I had been like a bit shut down and I had some financial, like I don't come from any kind of money. And I also had a business expansion that failed and left me with like six figures plus of debt, really expensive lesson. It was great. Um, but like I was at a place for a little while before I started traveling where it was hard to imagine more and to imagine abundance and to imagine like this level of a life because I was so far removed from it. And I've had to kind of stretch my dreaming as I've grown through this challenge and this lifestyle. And like each decision empowers me to then have a better experience and it sort of snowballs, but it hasn't been a nah, five years ago, 10 years ago, what I have imagined. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so Katrina messaged us one day and said, How do you guys know? And, and you say it the way that you said it, because I, the way that you said it was really, really good. And I'll probably, you know, fuck it up in some regard. You know, we should probably look up the message. Um, I remember asking a few things. One, when I started to actually have income, I know I asked you guys, like, how do you, how do you spend your, like, what do you, what do you do with your money? Because <laughs> I, I, I can't imagine what to do with the abundance. So I don't have the abundance. Like I need to have like a purpose for it. So like help me stretch into what living at a next level of abundance looks like by giving me your examples. So that was a really empowering conversation for me. Cause I just didn't, I don't come from a circle of people that one talks about money or two, like is living the kind of life that I wanted to live or that I thought might be possible if I had some evidence. So let's stop there before we go to the next one, because I think that this is going to shake, rattle and roll a lot of people. I can literally think about, you know, we get about a thousand downloads a week and I feel like I know 500 of the people (laughs) and I feel like half of that 500 for sure are going to think about this conversation. Very few people have this type of conversation with, which is what do you do with your money? How do you step into feeling like it's okay to spend it or to have it? And what Mm -hmm. is luck, quote unquote, luxury to you? Yep. Yep. You know, that's a conversation. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I think most people immediately think like, I don't know, going to get your, going to get a facial or going to do that kind of stuff. But like, I think really kind of talking about like, 
what does that mean to you? And I think one of the things that I said was, you know, I like I always go get my hair done. I get my nails done. Those are easy ones for me that I, I've spent extra on. But for me, I love the fact that, you know, I can fly business class. That's a big deal to me. And yeah. what did you say you guys did? You you did the spa like every Friday or something, right? Worked yeah, working spa. spa days. I found a place here where I can just go and like sit by the pool and get a massage. And they have Wi-Fi, but it's a working spa day. It's a day for me to get out and just like enjoy no me meetings, do the behind the scenes work, the planning, the thinking, um, the manifesting, if you will, whatever that looks like, um, and enjoy that I can do this now. Yeah. I don't have to be, you know, chained to a desk for like all day, every day. Like that's a new definition of, of what success and luxury can look and, and feel like. So that was a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I have a client, um, who works from home and one of the like kind of aha epiphanies, I think last year, and it kind of sounds so silly, but he bought a membership to like one of those high end luxury fitness clubs mm-hmm. or, like, Equinox yeah. or whatever. And it said it completely changed his whole entire life in his business. Yep. He makes more money now because he can work from a great location. He can go to a fitness class. He can, he's talking. And that's something that Katrina said as well is like, having these type of conversations with people that like understand how to have these type of conversations. When she asked us this question, we're like, Oh my God, I'm so excited to talk about this. It's not like, Oh, who are you? Are you trying to be like, you can't even have these. Yeah. And you can't have these conversations with a lot of friends, family, certain families. Like they're not, if they're not entrepreneurial, if they're not at where you're at or like beyond, like it's really hard to have that conversation, but also you may not have access to the circle. So that's why these conversations don't happen. Western culture is so like stigmatized and he talks about money and there's so much judgment and like weird stereotypes around everything. Like it's just hard. So that was a blessing of, yeah, having this little mastermind group and having the confidence and trust of knowing you ladies would be happy to share. And also like, I know your lifestyles are aligned, like the travel that I love, the things that we love, like we talked about. So I was just purely curious, like what do you do with your money? Like, what does it look like? I need some ideas. Like, cause I'm down a blank. <laughs> exactly. And like, I mean, it's yeah. besides the stuff, like, and we would started talking about investing and we started talking right. about like the stocks and real estate and all of those kind of things. But you know, I just think people undervalue the type. This conversation is, you know, if you go to a very, very wealthy circle, they're having these conversations all the time. I think that yeah. these conversations need to happen more because it allows more people to have wealth. And when people, you know, my old mentor, when people with money do good things, like you're making the world a better place or something like totally. that, so have these conversations. And I think also like, this is what these conversations would afford you to have that dream lifestyle. Like we, we can't be ignorant and say that it doesn't cost money to like, no have all the things that you want sometimes not that it has to be like crazy exorbitant but there is a fee for like a lot like travel like experiences like these things are supplies these things have tangible costs right so so yeah there's a fee for that but what's so interesting is i've even found traveling like different cultures it's also very interesting to have the money conversation like now i'm in a international relationship our money upbringing is so different, but we have such interesting conversations now about how we want to spend our money. Like, how do we think differently about the way he was brought up to think about money and, and all of that. So it's been really like, we started it, but it's, it's been a theme in the rest of my life. That's been really, really serving to me in, in that way. And I think I would encourage everybody to find the people they can have these conversations with for sure. Oh, highly, highly agree. And for sure. And was there a second part? I'm sure I like, I wanted to talk about that, but was there a second part to the conversation you were talking about how you spent your money, but was there a second part that we were talking about? I can't remember. Um, I mean, the biggest piece was just like, 
how do you stretch into dreaming bigger? Right. Because I was in a place of not having for so long and like come from a background of not having and like that whole scarcity place to like, okay, now I hit this target, but like what's next and can I go for it? Like, what does that even look like? And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about that for a second too, because it was interesting. Nathan and I were having this conversation this weekend and, you know, I'm not going to go into the specifics of what it was because I know that there's a lot of people who would just be super judgy or whatever. And it's not like, I'm almost like feeling like I was judging myself for thinking this way, but Mm -hmm. how do you continue to be so grateful? Like one of the things that I say is like, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm very content. Like I'm so good with what I have now, but I also know that there's so much more. So how do you feel so good with where you're at, but also know that you want that next level? And how, yeah. like, I sometimes, I, I have, if I'm being very honest, I've sometimes been fearful of even saying what that next level could look like in fear of like, oh my God, what if it doesn't come true? Like I have said these things, my husband's yeah. exact opposite. Like he fucking believes it to his soul, but I even catch myself and I have a pretty great life. Yeah. I find what's been the most helpful practice for me, because this is a practice, right? Like it's not a like on switch off list. Oh, you didn't want to cool. Uh, no, the most helpful practice for me has been like almost more of a visualization exercise and like a journaling exercise. So like the first piece is like the gratitude. And a lot of that now is more of just like a daily energy. And I am, I'm also very fortunate that I come now my partner is like gratitude is his baseline for everything in his life, which is just so refreshing. And like, when you see that reflected, like, it's the best thing ever. Um, but also like celebrating all the little things, celebrating everything like somewhere. I got a freaking paint in this gorgeous studio now on a daily basis. Are you freaking kidding me? That's amazing. And also like what I want my life to look like in three months, what I want it to look like in six months and, and getting into the fun. Now it's fun before it was very hard. Cause I couldn't literally picture or imagine it. Now it's fun to visualize and just a little bit more and are a little bit deeper or a little more variety here, or like my next trip, I want to go here, right? Like these things now I can get more specific with. Um, it's super easy right now to visualize where the art business is going to go. And that's, what's so fun. It's so fun. I just, before we got on this chat, I was like, journaled like three pages of like what's going to happen in the business in the next like six months, which is wild. Um, but for me, that's a really concrete practice there's something powerful about writing there. There's just something powerful about it. And I don't do it as often as I probably could, but that's been one of the tools that has probably helped me the most over these few years to keep stretching and developing and deciding differently. So journaling, do you believe like, are you, uh, do you like talk out loud? I've, I am not as good and I've been very open about it. I'm not as good about journaling, but I will voice note a lot of things for me hmm. that gets the thoughts out of my head and into the world. I feel like it's same as journaling, but I also know that there's a big difference between that like connection between your pen and your head. Look, I think any practice that helps you clarify your thinking is positive, especially if it's a focused practice that is like, here's my ideas, here's my desires, here's what I want, here's what I'm grateful for. All those are great. So whatever formula works, works. But I I do think there is something to, yeah, the act of you're literally creating it when you're writing it. So I think there's an act of creation that's happening there. And that's where some of the magic is. Um, It's also really fun to go back and read these, but like, crap, all of that just happened. So like, it's nice to have that record. So I don't know. Uh, I think to each their own, but I think that the bigger picture is like find a practice that helps you stretch in specific. Cause I think, I think what most people tend to do is like the loose, big bubbly. 
the magic is in the specifics. 110%. That I a hundred percent agree with you guys. I want you to go back and listen to that for a second, because I do agree with that because I have written, even if it's not journals for me, I have a whole board of like notes that I've written. Like I had like today, like October 1st, 2021 was the day I invested in a billion dollar company, blah, 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 blah. Yep. Like I yep. literally have put that stuff down on paper. Magic. Yep. Magic, yep. you guys. And yep. a lot of them have happened better than I ever have. This thought. or better. Yeah. That's this. the mantra. Like, this is what I want. I'm open to something better. This or better. Yeah. This or better. One of my old yeah. clients used to say that, and I still love her to this day. Amy, she always used to say that this or better. I got that from one of my mentors, Shalana, once upon a time, but I've made it my own and I've shared it all over the place. My first painting that sold for figures was named This or Better. So like, it's a thing, y'all. It's a thing. Shut up. I did not yep. know that. Yep. <laughs> oh my God. Can you name all of your paintings? Sorry? As, as an artist, do you do that? Shit, I didn't even know that. You name? Yeah, all mine have a name. All mine have a name. And a lot of the behind the scenes has like my thought process or the emotions that I'm like thinking and feeling when I'm painting them. So there's, there's a little extra nugget. I know my process. Oh, yep. I love that. Do people who buy them get to like know the process? Oh yeah. my God. What yeah. do you they do all get a little bit art? of a written, like not, not a poem so much, but they get the, they get a note from me as to what the painting was about. Yep. Do all artists do that? No. Oh my God. You are so <laughs> good. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So tell everyone where you are so they can actually see this beautiful, like that one on the wall right there. Like, let me guess. It's already fucking sold. I finished it yesterday. So yeah. Oh that's my going. God. Yeah. It is beautiful. It reminds me, like I love oceans and that, what is that? Tell us the story on this before we go. Uh, you know, that one, actually, we haven't landed on a name yet, but it's something about possibilities. It's And I posted an image earlier today and somebody said, this makes me think of freedom and choices. So like, that's the vibe is that whole, like, the world is your oyster kind of thing. Um, it's a bit of an abstract landscape. See, I love color. So everything I do is like very colorful because that's what makes me feel and experience. That's what I connect to. Um, but yeah, I was just thinking like, really the grat like the gratitude about life and like how all of these things are really at our fingertips was kind of where I was sitting with this one. And so it's, it's a fun one. Yeah. It's beautiful. Absolutely gorgeous. So tell everyone where they can find you. Obviously there's the extremely brilliant side of Katrina, the OBM, the business, the structure, and then there's the beautiful gallery side. Yep. So we'll keep it very simple. Um, anything business related and or just life to connect, you can go to katrinacobb.com. That's my cover all the bases um, business website. And my artworks are starting to be shared on katrinacobb.gallery. So pretty simple. And it's also linked from my main website too. So you can, you can cherry pick your way through if you want to see Love all the it. things. Well, you guys, I mean, it'll all be in the show notes, but I follow Katrina Gallery, Katrina Cobb Gallery. Um, you can find it through my social media. However you need to find it, go check it out. Please share this podcast with someone who needs to hear it. I'm just so grateful for you. And how lucky am I? We're going to end this conversation. I'm going to record your intro. And then we're going to have our mastermind call with Kate. Hello. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's going to be a good day. You guys, I appreciate <laughs> you so much. Go follow Katrina right now. Check out her artwork. And uh, yeah, just share this episode because it was so damn good with someone who needs to know that like you can literally create your life in a matter of just a decision. Thank you. 
Thank you all so much for joining me on today's episode of the Decide It's Your Turn podcast. If today's episode resonated with you at all, please share it with a friend. Also, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review and a comment. What is it that you want us to talk about that will help you realize that at any moment and any day, you too can decide it's your turn. I'm Christina LeCure. I'll see you next time.